Welcome to Her Own Boss, the podcast created by recent graduates to help you find your inner entrepreneur. Her Own Boss is created by Anissa, Ben, Sarah, Megan, Lucy, and me, Nikki. Today I'm talking to Olivia Hanlon all about her experiences as a graduate. I found our conversation super relatable as Olivia shares with us how she managed to get work experience at uni and how it felt starting a corporate job as a graduate to then make the transition to full-time freelancer and entrepreneur. Olivia is currently the founder and managing director of Girls in Marketing, a platform offering support for girls and women to get ahead in their marketing careers. Olivia tells us all about how she started Girls in Marketing, how she's learning to manage a team and shares some of the amazing things Girls in Marketing has achieved this year. Hope you enjoy. This episode is sponsored both by RISE, created by Barclays and Barclays Eagle Labs. RISE is a global community of the world's top fintech innovators on a mission to accelerate innovation and growth in the financial services industry. Eagle Labs are a national network that supports individuals and startups grow across a broad range of different sectors. Hi, Olivia. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Excited to chat with you today. Um, so we start every episode with three quick fire questions so that our listeners can get to know you a little bit better. So I'm going to ask you three completely random questions. Don't think about it too much, but the first answer that comes into your head is normally the best one. Okay, go on. So the first one is, would you rather visit the future or go back in time? Oh, I think go back in time. Nice. What's your favorite brand and why? Oh, um, there's so many brands. Oh, I can't even think. Um, I'd probably say Superdrug at the moment, their own brand, because they're very much kind of forthcoming with things and very kind of cruelty-free and a lot of this stuff's vegan and stuff and I'm very kind of up for all that. Nice. And if you could only wear one outfit for the rest of your life, what would it be? To be honest, I think I'd just go with jeans and a nice top because I feel like um, I tend to wear that quite often anyway and you can go out with it and also you can stay in with it so I probably just have to Mm -hmm. use some type of nice top and a pair of jeans to just chill and kind of go everywhere in. (laughs) Yeah agreed jeans and a nice top I feel like I said that phrase so much in uni every time you're going out your friend's like what are you gonna wear jeans and a nice top. (laughs) So wearable so more casual stuff and then also kind of going outy as well so if you have to wear it for the rest of your life then I think that would probably be the best way to go. Definitely. So do you want to just get started by telling me and your our listeners a bit about yourself and about what you're doing now for work and kind of your journey from university through to where you are now? Yeah, so I'm Olivia, obviously, and I started Girls in Marketing around a year ago now. It was around September time. Um, I actually had the idea when I was at university to start Girls in Marketing. So Girls in Marketing is a platform and an online community for marketers. So people wanting to get into marketing and also those within the marketing industry wanting to upscale and also find a community of like-minded individuals. Um, I had this idea when I was actually at university because I was freelance marketing. So I was kind of offering my marketing services to clients from across the world and I felt quite lonely within that because I did psychology as a degree so I wasn't really in with any marketing crowds and I didn't really find comfort in 
you know, the more blogger communities and entrepreneur communities. And there was a huge kind of gap missing when it came to marketing. So I thought it would be quite cool to have a online community that you know people marketers from across the world can get involved with and i've always been very much about empowerment and female kind of rights and equal rights and things like that so girls in marketing the name and also the idea behind it came from that so i i set it up in the september and i was just doing it as a hobby alongside my full-time job and then kind of as the lockdown started i would say early this year we really skyrocketed in terms of numbers and in terms of community because especially during kind of COVID, people were staying inside a lot more. And we actually found that people were really more involved with their education and they wanted to upskill because they weren't actually leaving to go to work or, you know, to go to university. So they wanted to find other ways to kind of upskill their marketing. And that's where Girls in Marketing, the community kind of came in for them so as we kind of grew in numbers i had a choice to make in terms of leaving my full-time job so i got the full-time job before i even graduated i was straight in there with a job um in a marketing department in my in my home city of liverpool and yeah i mean when we kind of take took off girls in marketing i made the very hard decision to hand my notice in and to go full-time with girls in marketing because as much as it was very very fun doing it as a hobby it became very overwhelming to do that alongside a full-time job as well but in the end i decided to take the risk and it was a big risk but i think it's definitely paid off because I've been doing girls in marketing now um, full time for nearly three months now. And it's really paid off because having the time to dedicate, you know, to the platform and to the community means we're able to, I'm able to kind of start growing a team now. So we've recently um, got some volunteers involved. We've always had volunteer writers for the blog, but we've got more kind of team members involved. So it's been a really fun journey. And obviously i only kind of graduated last year so it is crazy for me to have come so far yeah. so quickly um but I, it's been a really enjoyable time for me and it's great that so many people found they needed girls in marketing within their life yeah that's amazing i mean congratulations as well because i feel like i saw girls in marketing when it first kind of came out on instagram and it's just it's grown so much from there and i i agree with what you're saying about I've seen the growth of a lot of online communities and platforms since the start of lockdown, especially through social media. I think because we're all kind of supposed to be physically isolated from each other, it's so important to have that support network. And sometimes the only way to have that is just virtually and digitally through social media. So I feel like you've really kind of hit the nail on the head and launched something at the perfect time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we did see huge growth before everything happened. So we did see uh, quite a big growth, but it just kind of happened to spike at a really good time because obviously we have been set up for a lot longer than the kind of lockdown, but mm -hmm. it has kind of spiked more as people have gained more interest with us. 
Yeah. And I guess from the business perspective, why did you choose to go for like the blog and social media? And all a lot of the stuff you do is low cost or free as well, which I think is amazing because, you know, it can be really expensive to upskill yourself, whether that's paying for uni or even courses after uni it can just be so expensive. Um, so why did you go for this rather than almost a paid for consultancy or a website and online course where you have to pay loads of money to access it? I think accessibility is is one of the main reasons I personally opted to go for low cost or really affordable things. I mean, in an ideal world, I would offer everything for free, but that is just not really how the world works. And that is why we kind of have a good balance within Girls in Marketing. We offer quite a, a bit of stuff for free but then equally we also have the things that you have to pay for and um, so we've offered a lot of webinars that have been free but equally we've offered kind of more workshop style which are really affordable and we also have the course and we have lots of other things coming soon as well so for me it's always been about the accessibility I think the marketing consultancies and people who sell online courses for hundreds and hundreds of pounds it is Mm -hmm. so expensive and especially we have such a huge audience with students and graduates you can't expect people to pay such a large amount for something that they they shouldn't have to I myself am a graduate and I understand that you know things are expensive and I often don't want to pay for them so (laughs) I would never charge a price that I wouldn't be willing to pay myself and I think my idea behind it is to just get as many people involved as possible and to just keep it as accessible as possible because at the end of the day if you yourself wouldn't be willing to pay for a service or a certain um course then why why would you sell it at a certain price that you wouldn't be willing to pay for it yeah definitely I think that's such a good point like honestly some of the online courses I've seen because like you went during lockdown or kind of as you were saying about how much your community's grown since lockdown I was kind of spending so much time at home and I was like oh this would be a really good time to do some online courses and upskill myself and then you look at the prices and you're just like oh my goodness I can't afford any of this but you know if if you're not willing or you can't pay for it yourself then you shouldn't really charge that so I think that's a really good way to look at it um mm-hmm. and then I definitely want to touch on some of the things that you said um about kind of not studying marketing and how you got experience and then also leaving your full-time job but for people who um, are kind of looking to start a business with a similar model to girls in marketing so whether that's kind of the focus on community or social media as a platform how do you how do you kind of transition from being a blog or a social media account to a business Um, and I'd also be interested to know if you consider yourself a business owner and an entrepreneur Um, So I think transitioning to a business from more of like a blog or an Instagram, it is so, so difficult. Being able to monetize what you're doing is difficult. And I think it's not necessarily been easy for us either. Um, Obviously, we're we're not kind of a massive business and we're not turning over a huge amount we are literally a startup and I think obviously I can't sit here and say you can make hundreds and millions of pounds from it but we you know it's about obviously the emphasis on community and being able to kind of monetize your community is very difficult and it takes a lot of hard work. I think the main thing is building up trustworthiness with people. And, you know, we were kind of essentially everything we were doing was for free for it near enough, you know, 
nine ten months of being on Instagram and having a blog nothing was paid for so that took a lot of work from me personally to build up the growth and building up a team of volunteers as well because you know you you can't be expected to do all of this work yourself and I did take on a lot of that you know responsibility but if you are able to kind of find people with a similar passion and you can find volunteers to help you out for us it's not necessarily about the kind of profit it's more just about the fact that we want to give people the opportunity to upscale we want to give people the opportunity to better themselves as a marketer um and in terms of myself as kind of a business owner and an entrepreneur I mean I'm very much interested in business and I have had kind of brands before and also like a lot coming in the future as well me and my partner are very much wanting to get on to the business ladder in other ways so obviously I have girls in marketing and I absolutely love it but I would never want that to be a business where I was purely just doing it for money so um we are kind of looking at ways that we can we are looking to kind of create more brands and and very much kind of the entrepreneur mindset in that I'd like to have multiple spinning plates and doing different things all the time so girls in marketing is a great thing for me to get my teeth stuck into but as I've kind of been building a team it would be great to try and do something else as well that is more kind of profit and business minded because girls in marketing for me is very much about the community it's very much about the platform aspect rather than actually making money from it yeah that makes sense and I I think it's really important to keep that kind of community mindset and also I agree with what you're saying about kind of having a, a team around you we've heard that a couple of times on the podcast that it's so important to just find people who are passionate about the same thing as you and then they can really help you grow and they can challenge your thinking and kind of come up with new ideas as well. How did you kind of find your team? Is that Are they your friends? Are they from your own network? Or did you kind of put something out there on social media and say, hey, listen, I need help and then just kind of saw who got back to you? So we have a team of writers that write for the blogs. They contribute specifically to areas of marketing so as you'll know marketing is a huge industry and the point of the blogs is to for people to go on and and really read into specific areas of marketing whether that is seo ppc you know paid media content marketing so we wanted to be really specific with that so i put some feelers out on social media and that was probably one of the biggest posts at the time that we had there was so so many people wanting to get involved with writing so I just kind of put together a form and you know we had I think it was over 300 applicants applying to be writers for the kind of community because wow went, went really well with everyone I then kind of emailed people and had chats with people and just decided on a few. So because marketing is so general, I basically decided on about 20 people, which is quite a lot of writers. But as you know, I was just saying, marketing is such a huge industry that it's so difficult to kind of really specify what people are writing about so it's been going really really well after that happened basically I decided that I needed some help personally so even though the writers were kind of part of the girls in marketing team they weren't necessarily helping the running of the day-to-day of girls in marketing 
So instead that I decided to kind of start recruiting more of a team. So people that help more behind the scenes rather than on the actual girls in marketing blog. So the writers are still the writers and they will kind of stay as the contributors to girls in marketing, but we are now expanding. So Martha, she is now our PR manager. So she is helping us with public relations in terms of, you know, getting us into the big news sites, which would be really cool to do because I think we have such a huge presence online but when it comes to kind of public publications and things like that we don't really have much of a footing if you will so we want to try and get into things and really get our name out there in more of a corporate world as well and then we are currently looking for someone to help with email marketing some of the CVs and some of the cover letters that I've sent over have been absolutely unreal um, for a voluntary position it is so it's nice to see that so many people are passionate about getting involved with girls in marketing so with that I can kind of move away from the day-to-day tasks to the smaller tasks and start working on the actual community and, and making sure that things are running smoothly and we want to obviously we do the virtual events and we recently had the virtual graduation but going forward we would love to have in-person events so when they start to become more of a thing obviously they're not too much at the moment Mm -hmm. so it's a really exciting time because we are kind of growing our team behind the scenes yeah that's amazing it's all so exciting and I feel like hearing someone who is the year out of uni running a whole online platform and community and recruiting teams and you know looking at CVs and interviewing and then setting a business strategy and thinking about what you want to do next I think it's so cool and it's not really something that in uni I ever I didn't know of anyone who was like a few years older than me doing that Mm -hmm. how did you learn about all these things and do you feel like you need to have it all figured out because when you're telling the story there you seem like you've got it all together I'm so impressed but do you feel like you need to always have a plan or has it been a lot of kind of thinking on your feet and learning as you go along No, to be honest, it definitely has been thinking on my feet. You know, as I said before, I have started to recruit a team, but that is because things became a lot for me. You know, it is such a huge platform now, which is absolutely amazing. And I think it's so great how everyone's getting involved. But for one person to solely run that, you know, to be the kind of social media person, to be the person who schedules the blogs, to be the person who posts on jobs boards, to be the person who organises the the programmes that we have and, or you know, write the courses that we write. And it, it is a lot to kind of handle. And then there is the kind of business aspect because we are turning over money. You know, you have to do the accountancy. You have to do the kind of business admin, the bookkeeping. It is so difficult to be everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think obviously being um like a bit younger than typically people are I did feel like I was at a disadvantage because I was almost worried that people would see me not as experienced and it was quite difficult for me to kind of um come to the realization that I actually do have a lot of experience with within marketing and I've set up the community and we've grown we've grown it amazingly and so many people are so supportive of that and I think if anything you know it should be kind of inspiration for other people to kind of go off and do things if they want to do it you know the nine to five typical job doesn't work for everyone and you know breaking off from that and really kind of getting involved with other things or starting your own business is a great way to do that 
Yeah. And I guess there's kind of two sides to it when you're going to take that plunge to start a business or a new platform or a new community. There's the kind of practical side and thinking about whether or not you know enough. And I guess for you, where do you get that information? Is it like lots of Googling? Do you know, do you kind of reach out to people in your network? Is it, is that, is that part of the reason why you're building a team? Cause you want to find people that have expertise that you don't have. Yeah, no, definitely. So I fully will admit I don't know everything about marketing. I have quite a few years. I did freelance marketing at university. Um, so I have a lot of experience in kind of content and SEO and social media. But when it comes to PPC and, you know, all, all that sort of area and influencer marketing and stuff like that, I don't really have much experience within that. So I fully kind of admit that I am not obviously the person that can do this I mean I'm fully willing to give it a go and I definitely will so everything is kind of a learning curve for me and I think it's important to kind of surround yourself with people who are you know like-minded and who are kind of get getting on with things and doing things in in amazing ways as well I think LinkedIn's been a, a really key tool for me chatting to kind of business people and marketers and people who've been in the industry for you know 10 20 30 years and have got kind of a whole lifetime of stories to tell and it's always great to kind of get on the phone with them or you know get on zoom with them and have a have a chat with them so it's always nice to kind of learn from those people and I've had quite a few conversations where people have told me you know mistakes that they've made that maybe I shouldn't be making and it's been great really chatting to new people and meeting up with people and just kind of bouncing ideas and and getting a kind of feel for people as well yeah that's great and as you say when you speak to people and they're willing to kind of share their mistakes or some of their weaknesses it can be really comforting because I guess the other part to starting a business is there's the knowledge but then there's also the confidence in believing that you'll actually be able to do something so for you where does that confidence kind of come from and I guess in particular, you said earlier that you had a full-time job, a kind of proper job in quotation marks. What inspired you to leave and really take the plunge with Girls in Marketing? So uh, along with Girls in Marketing, I also do freelance work as well. So obviously Girls in Marketing is kind of a full-time thing, but it doesn't gain enough money to pay me a wage Mm -hmm. or to pay anyone really a wage. So I do freelance marketing on the side. The kind of thing that made me take the plunge was just the support from people within my network. So within my family network and also within the girls in marketing community, seeing how much it had grown and how much people were loving it as well, that, you know, it could work in terms of a business model and it could work going forward as a community and a platform as well. So I don't necessarily have huge amounts of confidence within myself, but I think the community support and the community vibe that we we got from girls in marketing give me confidence that it would work and there are some people that I've spoke to they come and they tell me that you know girls in marketing's given them the the courage to do a certain thing or to you know do something that they would not have considered before and for me that gives me confidence because sometimes when you do doubt yourself it can be kind of gutting and I think really talking to someone who you know you've kind of inspired to do something different or to try something new it gives you confidence that you actually do know what you're talking about sometimes I think a lot of people kind of do doubt themselves and imposter syndrome is definitely real it's just about really pushing forward and doing something that that you love 
Yeah, that's so lovely. I think it always helps when you get feedback of what you're doing and it's positive feedback as well. So when you did leave your full-time job, did you find that the people around you were really supportive or did you feel a bit of pressure to justify what you were doing? Because I definitely found leaving uni that the expectation, and at least from everyone around me, everyone was applying to full-time jobs and trying to go into full-time jobs. So the idea of doing anything different seemed really daunting. Yeah, no, I think it definitely was I got a full-time job straight away because I'd always moved from school to college to university so I'd never really had a gap Mm -hmm. in between and I think I very much wanted to experience the world of work but then the reality of the world of work wasn't all what I thought it would be and I think I really did learn a lot from the office and I learned a lot from people within the team and it was an amazing experience for me but I think the the typical nine to five didn't really suit me. And I, it definitely didn't when it came to girls in marketing because you know, there'd be people that I'd be networking with um, that would message me on LinkedIn and you know they'd ask to kind of meet up or they'd ask to do a Zoom call. It was very difficult for me to kind of try and balance, you know, starting this community and this platform and really making it flourish and also balancing a full-time job as well. So when I actually left it, it was not on bad terms at all it was Mm -hmm. in fact on good terms you know people were really happy to see how amazing that it was doing I think there was a pressure in terms of you know my kind of network of friends and family to do well with things because I think when you do leave university and you know I got a job so quickly and people were like this is amazing you know you're doing so well and then to kind of revert back on that and say well actually I'm leaving my full-time job and I'm going to kind of pursue this thing that might or might not make you know any money it was quite difficult yeah I mean that that's really nice to hear that people were supportive and I think you're right I don't think that the nine to five necessarily works for everyone um, and you don't really know what's going to work for you until you try it out I kind of on that point want to touch on some of the freelancing that you did so you did psychology at uni I also did psychology um, and I think it's one of those degrees that's so broad and it can apply to so many different careers that it it can be quite hard to find work experience or the kind of job that you want to apply your degree to. But how did you start freelancing? Um, and at what point in your degree did you think about doing something outside of psychology? Um, I love psychology. So I studied it at, at mm-hmm. X form and I decided I'd study it at university. But I think that was because for me, marketing was never really a thing in my head. So I know it is a degree and I understand a lot of people do it and they go on to kind of be successful but I started off my uni career not really knowing what I wanted to do I just knew that I loved psychology as a subject and that I would love it as a degree and to be honest that I loved it in uni as well and the main thing for me was I've had a blog since I was about 14 or 15 so I've always loved writing now content marketing and content writing is obviously very much based around writing and kind of getting your teeth stuck into you know words if you will so from there I just decided to kind of start an Upwork profile so Upwork is a freelance platform and basically it's almost like a jobs board but for freelance work so I just started a profile on that um, just because my boyfriend had told me about it and I just started applying for some really really cheap jobs I found it was really helpful for me to kind of build experience in marketing so I started working for a, for a lady in Hong Kong and she wanted some 
just some blog writing and she was willing to pay I think it was five dollars for like 500 words and you know I did that for quite a while and after all the fees and things like that it was probably about three pound per one <laughs> so it definitely wasn't worth my time but that really built up my experience and my confidence and as I kind of started getting that hands-on experience within marketing and I started talking to more people and I started to get kind of more connections more opportunities just kept coming my way all the time and I eventually did kind of move off of the platform and kind of started just working with people one-to-one and and talking to people and really helping them with their brand and with their business um but upwork was a great thing for me and really kind of skyrocketed my experience and helped me really get into marketing it kind of you know spiraled into obviously getting a full-time job so i i do love psychology and i equally love marketing as well i think it's very much kind of a different world ever since i've started doing marketing i just fell in love with it so it very much for me was about kind of getting myself in the industry and what i love about it is kind of how relevant and kind of um now marketing is it's very much kind of fast-paced and everything's changing all the time it's really interesting for me to like learn new skills and learn new trends in marketing in particular and it's something that I'm really kind of passionate about now and I didn't necessarily know that when I started uni but I think the kind of university experience and getting myself really stuck in with kind of freelance work really did make a difference for me so yeah I mean I agree I loved psychology as well but I think yeah I mean again there's just so much out there and I think the world moves so quickly it's fun to kind of get involved in different industries and test out what you like and to be honest I had never even really considered freelancing in uni I always kind of went for the very traditional like okay I'll look on a on a career service site or I'll look on a job board I'll get like part-time work shift work but what advice would you give to people or what tips do you have for people who just really want to try something new and maybe freelancing is the best way to do that how do you approach clients how do you maintain those relationships build them and grow them yeah well I actually did work in fast food so I I worked I had a job ever since I was 16 so never really was about the money for me it was very much about learning and getting the experience behind me because I found kind of an industry that I really liked um so I think for a lot of people you know if it is kind of about the money it isn't really the way to go um, and it's very much for me at the time when I started and throughout kind of university I was very much looking to build experience rather than get paid for things so at one point I was working kind of in fast foods and also doing university and also doing freelance work mm-hmm. as well I also had like a, a little job within university so working kind of events and stuff as well so I was very 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 busy and it did actually come to the point where I realized that the freelance marketing was working for me and you know I was really kind of taken off and I was working with clients on a kind of long-term basis that I decided to give my notice in to the fast food place and then decided to kind of go off on my own it wasn't an easy decision and I'd never say to anyone to you know just take the plunge because it is a difficult decision and I'd, I'd only say 
leave a job of any sort full-time or part-time if you felt completely confident with what you were doing and I know obviously you might feel slightly almost worried about the future but don't kind of let the worry take over if you know that you have people that will work with you and something that you can do going forward then it's not necessarily about your own personal confidence it's just about having the confidence to take that step and to try something new you know freelancing for me was a very very big part of my university experience I would just say um if you are kind of looking to get into freelancing there are so many ways to do it I actually we have a freelance course on girls in marketing and we've had amazing feedback from it and it's basically just all about my experiences with it and kind of how to get into freelance marketing and it's called your journey to successful freelance marketing and I'm not I'm pretty sure there's nothing else like it out there to help people and um, it's affordable and it, it, it allows people to get into freelance marketing and how to actually get there because I know it is so difficult to you know find the right steps and understand where to start and how to be successful as well so I I devised that course and you know I've kind of sold it through girls in marketing because it is a really it was a really big part of my marketing journey and it still is as well yeah that's amazing I love that you've um already got a girls in marketing course on it already it's like you anticipated me asking this question (laughs) um so this has been really really insightful and I think super helpful for anyone who either wants to get into marketing or has started up their own little side hustle during lockdown and looking to how to take the next step and build that confidence up. So we always end every episode by asking our guests the same question and you kind of have already answered it but I'm going to ask you again and see if there's kind of anything else that you wanted to add to your answer but what is it that gives you confidence? I think as I kind of said before it's the feedback from people and how much they kind of love what I am doing and what our kind of team is doing. It gives me confidence that you know the information that we're putting out there is is great and I think we all doubt ourselves and even when I was working full-time and you know I would have meetings with my manager and stuff like that when I was told I was doing a good job it was always very much a confidence boost for me and I think it's the same you know when you're even at university and you're kind of doing coursework or doing exams it's very much about the kind of feedback that you get from people that make you even more confident than before and I think that is a big thing for so many people is having the kind of confidence to carry on and the feedback really does help with that yeah definitely thank you so much no problem thanks so much for listening don't forget to subscribe or follow so you don't miss the latest on finding your inner entrepreneur